Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Let's Talk TV Live. I'm your host, Barbara Barnett, executive editor of Blog Critics Magazine, author of Chasing Zebras, The Unofficial Guide to House MD. And I am joined tonight, as usual, by our heart Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Hi. Hi. How are you? Our, uh, the, the proprietress and host of Our Heart Radio. And by Jerome Wetzel TV, also known as James Daly who is on, um, okay, I'm going to get this right, the good, bad, and geeky, right? <laughs> yeah. <Am I> close? <laughs> yeah, the good, the bad, and the geeky. We've got a Christmas show coming out this week. It's going to be really good and really filthy. Okay, so maybe may, make sure you tune in. Um, boy, this is like amazingly snowy night. I It took me, I have a 15-minute drive home. I teach late afternoons on Mondays. And Wednesday, and I have a 15-minute drive from Highland Park, and, which is, like, right on the lakeshore. And um, it's like a 15-minute drive home. It took me an hour. We were having a snowstorm, and the roads are slippery. And I was telling Chrissy before as I was driving home, the, the roads up there are, you think Chicago is flat, except in the North Shore, along the North Shore uh, lakefront, where there's something that we call the ravines. And there are these like 50, 60, 80 foot cliffs on the side of the road. And there's like no barricades or anything. And it's really twisty, windy roads. So it was two lanes and uh, dark and slippery. So it was really, that actually was Very. the easy part. That was actually the easy part. Um, the rest uh, of the ride home was really slippery. I, I skidded. There was a, like two people skidded in front of me. There were like three accidents I saw. I was like, oh, my Lord. So it took me an hour to get home. And then adding bad to it, I left my phone at work, my cell phone. So I'm like, I as I go slowly I, into withdrawal, yeah. I won't, I won't probably like- officially start to go into withdrawal until after the show's over. But... Me without my phone is like I don't know. I mean, this is like unknown territory here. Isn't it scary? <laughs> Isn't it? It's like I feel naked when I don't have my phone. Like I, I'm just like I'm just so panic. What am I gonna do? Okay. Oh my god, I don't have my phone with me. <laughs> I just got funny. I just got an email from my boss. They found my phone. Yay! Okay, so I can pick it up in the morning. It's like okay, how early do you get there? Um, yeah. Anyway, so um. Just trying to catch my breath here. So we're going to have a great show tonight. We are going to talk almost completely the whole time about Once Upon a Time because the wonderful mid-season finale was last night, and it's not going to be on again um, until March 9th. So we have lots to talk about, lots to speculate about, um, not the least of which is uh, the big question mark about what happened to Rumpel. Um, but there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's relationship stuff and all kinds of stuff um, that, that we're going to talk about. And we're going to sort of go through it, I think, relationship by relationship. 
Um, uh-oh, Sarah's having a really hard time logging it to, to get. She says, this radio, this player won't play anything after the blog talk radio intro. Uh-oh. Hopefully Uh-oh. no one else is having this problem. Uh, raise your hand if you're reading me. Um, oh, my gosh, because the, the, the room is filling up quickly, which is cool. Uh-oh. So, um, but before we actually, yes, Sarah, it did start. Yes, it did. Um, Sarah, yes. We are on the air. Um, yeah, I had to refresh my page, and that was kind of weird. Anyway, so um, before we get started with Once Upon a Time, and I promise I'm, I'm, I'm watching the clock here, I do want to talk for about 10 minutes um, about Almost Human, because Jimmy is now caught up. I know, Chrissy, you're not. Are you caught up yet? I'm you're not, not caught up. Not yet. I'm like about two episodes behind now. <laughs> okay. So you didn't see last okay, week and you didn't see tonight. Did you see right. which was the last one that you saw? Oh, my God. The last one I saw, I'm trying to remember now. It's been a while. <laughs> the last one I saw was, um, God, I can't even think of what it was. It was not last week. It was the week before that. So I don't the even one, remember The what one happened. with the weird drug? The one with the weird drug? Yes. Yes, yes. I like that one because it, it featured my, my favorite character. Yeah, it featured show, your, so. your little, your buddy. <laughs> featured my guy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so consistent, right? Yeah, you mm-hmm. I go for the skinny, the skinny British guy. Yep. With the but long you know hair. The skinny British thought, guy with the long hair look. playing. Hmm? He's got a look, so, you know. He's got a look. He's, I think he's really cute. Um. Anyway, Jimmy doesn't want to hear that. Um. Anyway, so I did not watch tonight's episode yet, but James has done that. Right. Huh? Jimmy just did, right? Yeah. I said it actually had a barber on something. I know. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, I I didn't watch it because I usually get home by 7, so which Mm -hmm. is 7 Midwest time. Um, and I didn't get home until five minutes to eight or quarter to 10 minutes to eight. So, uh, just before the show. Mm. So hopefully my DVR recorded it, which I'm sure it did. And I will watch it later and I'm going to write my review of it. Actually, I'm going to write a review that also asks a bunch of questions. I I rewatched the pilot over the weekend. I actually rewatched the first two episodes over the weekend, um, because, I remember from the pilot, there were a whole bunch of really interesting um, threads that they sort of laid down. And um, we haven't heard a lot about that. So I want to talk about that for a minute because I really love the show and, and I hope it does go, I hope it stays on the air. Um, now, I understand the, the first several episodes are mixed up as far as uh, airing order. So episode one was followed by episode six or something. It was it was really mixed up. Um. And uh, okay, <laughs> yes, we'll be Sarah. We will be um, starting the Once Upon a Time discussion in about ten minutes. Um. So I wanted to kind of go through and um, see where they still have to go. So we haven't heard a lot about this syndicate. You know, this sort of overarching right. bad guy syndicate who um, in the pilot, I mean, they did the ambush and that's why Kenex was brought out of coma 
you know, frozen animation like or whatever he was in. And, right. you know, we haven't, we've heard, a, there have been a lot of single episodes. Now, the producers of the show have said that until about episode seven, it doesn't really matter what order you watch them in. So I'm guessing that starting with probably episode seven or eight, it is going to be um, much more uh, serialized, which makes me really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we yeah, haven't heard the about one this. thing I've had a problem with. It's they're, they're just so standalone that yeah. I like the characters, but I'm yeah. a little bored. Yeah, and I think they're trying to establish all of the characters. So last week, um, Lily, uh, Lily Taylor's character, uh, Captain Maldonado, um, you know, took a, a major role the week before that. Rudy Lom, uh, who's played by Mackenzie Crook, he took a, a, a major role. Um, so they're introducing the characters, I think, in a much more important way, uh, in a much more, you know, they're getting everybody out there. <clears throat> um, and um, so, so you know, they're kind of introducing everything. But, but they haven't dealt with the syndicate at all since the pilot. And Kenix's missing girlfriend, who was the mole, right? you know, she betrayed him. Mm-hmm. And, and she's not been mentioned. And um, and clearly the the syndicate people are looking in the in the in the pilot. They actually you know set off some bad stuff so they could find something that's in the evidence locker. There's a there's a thing that can kill cops. The, 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 sorry, right. there's something in the evidence locker, and then there's that gas that can um, undo the inoculation that police get. So police get these inoculations against all these bioterrorist kinds of things, bioweapons. And when this weapon is used, this gas is used, it basically, they get all of these infections all at once and it kills them. And um, which also came out in the pilot, which was really, really interesting. Um, And also this idea of, um, you know, um, the the uh, androids cannot have any DNA. There cannot be any hybrid DNA, you know, hybrid human androids. And that was touched on in episode two. And that's a really interesting piece. Um, because as you know, I mean, that's a real Battlestar Galactica thing. Androids and uh, androids, Cylon human hybrids. <coughs> So I don't know if they're going to go there. So anyway, there, there's a bunch of things that were drawn. So how was tonight's episode, Jimmy? Um, it was good. I mean, uh, again, it was still pretty standalone, which annoys me a bit. But there was some really good character stuff with Dorian. Uh, not to spoil much, I'll just give you like a brief little that, – but they actually come across another Dorian model working in another job other than law enforcement. Oh, really? And he ends up riding along with our Dorian and Kenix. And uh, we find out a little bit about his past and why he's no longer a cop and get some really good character development between the two Dorians. Oh, my goodness. That's cool. That's cool. So did did my guy get any uh, time on the screen? (laughs) He always has that really. No, sorry. He he was not really a part of the story. (sighs) You would think if there was another Dorian. I mean, he's like the guy. 
Doctor, yeah, I mean, so trying to remember, I think he was in it briefly. I, I kind of, I've watched several in a row, so they're uh, kind of all blurring together. But I know last week he was uh, somebody actually called him Doctor Rudy Lom. So he, we know he's a he's a PhD in something or other. He does a lot of stuff. He's like a general PhD scientist uh, genius guy, sort of that right. that archetype. So um, thank you, Katie. Yeah. In the chat room, she says, I kind of like the non-once discussions, even if they're for shows I don't necessarily watch. Okay. Well, the idea is give them a try. They're really good. Yes. See, now that we've got this long once upon a time hiatus, it is time to, uh, you know, to, to watch some of these shows maybe. Um, so, and we're counting down. So, So I'm really enjoying Almost Human. I am working on getting some, um, interviews. Hopefully that'll happen early in the year. Right now, everyone's kind of taking a break um, and home with their families. And I'm hoping early in the year, I will uh, be able to interview um, some of those guys, maybe have them on the show. It would be fun uh, to do that. Um, love to hear Carl Urban speak in his natural Kiwi accent. You know, he's New Zealander. <laughs> I was wrong no, last week. I said he was an, uh, he was an Aussie. He's not. He's from I New Zealand. I didn't know he was. You didn't know he was from New Zealand? No, I had no idea. Him and Russell Crowe. <laughs> wow, Russell Crowe, Crow. come on, you know. Crowe, you know, he's, 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 <laughs> he is a Kiwi, um, yeah. as is Peter Jackson. I mean, it's like the whole, you know, the whole New Zealand thing, which is probably why he was cast in Lord of the Rings and all that. Lord of the Rings, exactly. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, right. Yomer. Okay, so, um, yeah, Lydian says Kiwis. Lydian says, Kiwis can be a bit touchy about being mistaken for Aussies. You are very, very right about that. Um, ha- I have heard Russell Crowe talk. Now, Russell has kind of um, dual, um, uh, what, dual identities because he was born in New Zealand and his family's from New Zealand and he is um, – he was raised in Australia, and he's known oh, as, as his acting career is Australian. But he was actually born in New Zealand. Um, yes, and Katie says, it cracks me up that Jesse Spencer is playing an American. Well, you know, <laughs> and he's here in that Chicago. Does take some you know, it's the funny, ironically, I, when I interviewed Jesse uh, a couple of years ago, uh, maybe three or four years ago, um, I interviewed him before his band, which is the band that he used to play in with Hugh Laurie and Greg Grunberg and James Denton, um, band from TV, um, came uh, came here to Chicago. So I interviewed Jesse because I was going to interview Greg Grunberg. And they, Greg's people called and they said, um, you know, Greg's not available. Would you mind if you did the interview with Jesse Spencer? And of course, I was covering House at the time, and I'd never interviewed Jesse. I'd interviewed a lot of the other cast, but not him. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. I'll talk to Jesse. <laughs> but the only problem was he had just come back to the U.S. from uh, Australia, and he was so badly jet lagged. Every other oh word out God. of his mouth was, I'm really sorry. I am, like, half asleep. I am not coherent. Please forgive me. I promise to give you another interview. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it, was, it was fine. He was charming. He was 
actually had a chance to talk to him at greater length. So, um, yeah. So people, Katie says, people from Chicago have a distinct accent. Um, okay, so here's the thing. People, there are actually several Chicago accents. There is a Southside accent that um, is the one when people mock Mike Ditka, that's kind of the <laughs> Southside Chicago accent. Um, Mayor Daly, you know, or when they're like Im- imitating Mayor Daly, um, either one, <laughs> the dead one or the his son, um, that's a Chicago Southside accent. Um, would you say I have a Chicago accent? Raise yes, your hand. Do I, have, do I have a Chicago accent? Um, I think, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm so bad with, I don't think so to me. But not to me. I, I don't know. People think I'm from um, the East Coast. Part of that, know, I, part of that is. I know I used to like that, that, that SNL uh, skit. Yeah, bears. Yeah, you know, yeah, bears, yeah. Dull bears, 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 bears. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even yeah. say it. I can't. I can't get that out. Um, dull bears. Well, then um, you're not from Chicago. You, you've been I lying am. to us all the time. I was time. actually born in a Chicago hospital. Lived the first seven years of my life in Chicago. Moved mm-hmm. to the suburbs. Got married. Moved back to the city. Say sausage. Okay, I'm saying sausage for Sarah. Sausage. Okay. So what, how it's not sausage. Sausage. I don't I don't believe you're from Chicago. Sausage. I just don't buy it. Sausage. Part of it. Part of it is. Part of my accent. Part of the reason I don't necessarily have a Chicago accent. Can I say Chicago? I don't have a Chicago accent. I have a Chicago. I went. I had voice. I had voice training for years. So. um that's part of it is that I, that was maybe trained out of me um, because I have mm-hmm. that sort of um, rounded vowels and stuff that trained voices have. So I, I had like six years of voice training. So that could be why. Um, Katie says, I love that Hugh Dancy, who is a Brit and he is, yes, he is indeed a Brit. Um, is rocking the mid-Atlantic accent. Yes, it's completely believable. Now, interestingly enough, I can hear uh, Carl Urban's non-American accent. I can hear his uh, his Antipodean. I'm going to be really safe here. I can hear his Antipodean <laughs> accent. Antipodeans are people from either Australia or New Zealand, so I'm going to be safe. Um, I can uh, I can hear there are times he overpronounces some uh, some consonants like R's, um, and you can hear it. You can hear him struggling sometimes with that R because because um, uh, British accents, Antipodean accents, uh, British accents except for Scottish accents are all non-rhotic. They can't pronounce an R like people from Massachusetts. Um, enough with the linguistics here. It's like all that. Yeah. I did a lot of accents. I did a lot of accent study when I was doing theater. Um, anyway, enough of that. Um, nobody can do an American accent like Hugh Laurie, though. He's, he's, he's like amazing. He was so good. I had he is no the standard by, uh, by which that all he- British people doing American accents. The funny thing is I watched a really, really bad um, disaster movie that was like a sci-fi channel disaster movie. 
the other day because I was like in the mood for disaster movies. Um, and they, it took place in Chicago and they all had Canadian accents. It was like really funny. <laughs> they all oh my God. Canadian. It was, that was really humorous. I thought I like Canadians, but they have accents that do not sound like Chicago accents. Most of the time when people think of a Chicago or Midwestern accent, it's like in like a British RP accent, received pronunciation, sort of a, like a standard Midwest accent. Anyway, okay, enough of this. Let's talk about Once Upon a Time. Yay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, what did you guys think? Chime in. And by the way, if you want to call in, those of you who are in the chat room or just listening in, um, please do call in. A, the number is 718-305-6982. Oh, I love Canadians, too. Sarah says she loves Canadians. Me, too. Um, <laughs> some of my best vacations and holidays have been in Canada. Um, 718-305-6982 is our number, so please call in and say hi and give us your opinion of last night's show. So, um, I'm going to start, because, so, Chrissy, you and I talked. I called you yeah. last night. I, I texted you, like, in the middle of the episode. And I was like, are you watching this? And you were at a party. And I immediately came home and called her, even though she's like, okay, it was still, like, ten minutes from being on here. And I'm like, just tell me, because I was just dying. So I had a, and I told I had everybody a at the party, I got to get home. I got to get home. One time. They must have thought I was crazy. I'm like, I got to get home. One time. Anyway. Well, you know, okay. and, and, and – of course, my Twitter feed was burning up last yeah. night. It was People crazy, man. like, holy crap. And, and actually, I never do this, but I tweeted, like, I think it was, um, well, it was after Rumpel uh, killed Pan and himself, apparently. Right. Um, I tweeted, OMG, <laughs> OMF, <laughs> what the hell was that? And I never do that because I really try very hard not to spoil an episode knowing that I have a lot of people on my Twitter feed who follow me that hadn't seen the episode Yeah, but yet. it was and so I, crazy that I just knew everybody. So, so I want to I say that because that's a huge, huge uh, part of what is going forward. And I actually even uh, talked to my contacts at ABC today and ask them and I'll tell you what they said in a little while. Uh, Chrissy knows Jimmy doesn't. It's yeah. not a big deal. I mean, if it was like, oh, I have a scoop, I have a scoop. I don't have a scoop. So no, scoop, but... no scoop. But... So uh, <laughs> let's talk about the state of it all. So um, I spoke. Oh, yes. I spooled it. I spooled it. I spoiled it. She spooled it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, had to wait for the West Coast feed. Yeah, I. you know what? I hate to do that. And I was, like, so stunned because I was really not expecting the end to, to end the way that it did. Um, but let's actually um, let's actually go through everybody. So let's talk about Blue, which is I know. Blue, oh man! Favorite character. So I was happy. She has risen from the dead. And I think that my working theory is going to be uh, become a reality because she had 
the the black wand. She and and, yeah. and and it makes more sense as to why Pan's shadow immediately went after her to kill her. Uh, and but yeah. what I thought was weird, none of them questioned like, how the hell did she get that? Why does she have it? Like there was no yeah. question. I mean, I guess yeah, you know, they were kind of you know the time constraints, you know, but nobody really had time to ponder. But boy, I was like, yes, because I've always been saying she's got to be behind all of this stuff. She's the one in the very beginning. I mean, even they, when they did the flashback scene. Of, uh, oh, of the blue, blue talking to about the you know about the wardrobe thing and oh my god oh, I was just and the book she's the head the whole book thing it's the I'll tell you the story if that story will come and she's like it just appeared I don't know how it got there yeah oh yeah. god and that was the other thing and you know damn well I mean I know we saw at the end you know that that supposedly the book is gone but I <clears> guarantee <throat> you that book's gonna show back up and Henry's gonna see it. It'll show back up. Just has to. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think I think it will. I think it will. Yeah. Now she is the head of the fairies, so I mean she confiscated it, right? Right. right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But now you know I want to make a general comment. I, to be honest, I thought that the episode play. I mean that would have been like in a few years' time when the show goes off the air. That would have been like a perfect series. Yeah. Of- Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking that they really went there. They killed Rumple. Now, whether Rumple's going to stay dead or not, I don't think he will. <clears throat> he is. But if Blue doesn't stay dead, how can Rumple? Although, oh, to be fair, if he does stay dead, it's a great ending. I mean, it is? oh yeah, they and, send him out the oh, way. You know, but the thing know. is, and this is this is the thing, and I knew I wanted to stay away from that this topic for the till the end, but. Um, it's kind of come into my head that um, um, Rumpel has had a really complete story arc yeah. from mm-hmm. where he started, from where he started before where he started, you know, from the, 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 um, the cowering, um, you know, kind of frightened. Yeah, but I don't. I never think. He, I, I don't really see him as a coward ever. Anyway, no, I see I him as having fears, um, like any normal person would. But I don't see him as being a coward in particular. I think that's something that was drummed into him. Um, right. That mm-hmm. taking heart. But but that's beside the point. But we see from that point um, to. The point he is in this episode where he has, without magic, taken control of what he needs to do, has made his peace with his son. He leaves Belle to, you know, he's he's made his peace. He, he, I'm sure he hates to leave her. He knows he's going to die. He also probably, in his heart of hearts, believes that Belle could never be happy with him long run. Right. And he's going yeah. out in a blaze of nobility. He gets to be the hero of heroes. He makes the ultimate sacrifice. And back in season one, I just have to say this, back in season one, I think from episode four or so, I said that 
the ultimate hero of the story has to be Rumpel. This is his story. Ultimately, this is his story. And right. for this part of it, I think I was right. This has been his arc, and it's a beautiful story arc. Now, he killed Rumbel. Well, um, <clears throat> I mean, if he's dead, yes. Now, this is what I was thinking. Even if he's dead, even if Rumpel is dead, there's still a really big part of the Beauty and the Beast story we've never seen, right? We saw Skin Deep, and we saw how it started, and we saw how it ended. We never saw how did he how did he know to ask for her? How did she right. know? We don't we don't father. know that story. Yeah, right. we don't know that story. We don't know how they fell in love. Um, right. Right. Um, wanted him to be redeemed through Belle, with Belle, redeemed with Belle. Well, I think that he redeemed himself, which I think is really powerful <clears throat> with, with Belle giving him strength, because Belle has always been his strength, and proving, and actually proving to, um, really proving to Regina that it is possible to be the hero. Really, Rumpel and Regina were the heroes of last night's episode. Like yes. the six of two, yes. the ones that started as villains and let them both redeem themselves in self-sacrificial moments. Right, right. And I thought that was brilliant. I really thought that was quite brilliant. That you have Regina and Rumpel, the two nominal villains of the piece. Not anymore. Being but heroes of the that day. way. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole time I was watching this finale, I was thinking of Lost. I, I wrote a column like a year ago about how I said Once Upon a Time is the new Lost, and I actually wrote yeah. a follow-up to that today that I sent to blog critics. But, uh, <clears throat> but, I mean, Lost, every time they ended a character arc and they brought it full circle and they redeemed themselves, they, that character died in that episode, you know? Mm. So I was thinking that's what they were doing with Rumpel, and then the whole way with Emma and Henry leaving at the end, I just kept screaming, we have to go back. Like, they really are kind of following a lost pattern. Mm. Well, it's interesting. I mean, like I said, this played like a series finale. Yeah. It, was, it really... Um, some of it did. I don't think Emma and Henry, that was the right ending if that was going to be the series finale. Really? No. Well, I kind of... It was I too the, sad. Well, it was very yeah. sad, but, you know, I... I thought the very end of that, where they started, you know, they ended the the episode with the same song that the that the that the season began with. I thought mm-hmm. that was yeah. really great, and it kind of brought closure <clears throat> in a really great yeah. way um, to that. I mean, she, and she got she got her happy ending, you know, with Henry. Yeah, she did. But you know, I love the fact. I mean, now of course you know what they're going to do. I mean, they're going to do the whole Hook and Emma thing. And then mm-hmm. when she falls in love with him, then, of course, she's going to remember Faye, and then you're going to have your triangle. I mean, I think that's what they're doing with it. The funny thing is nobody ever wonders. Like, he's in full regalia all the time. He shows up. He's got a hook for a hand. He's in yeah. his leathers. He's like, you got to listen to me and then kissing her. I mean, I would be like, what the heck is this? You know? And, and people in, I mean, I know people in New York dress kind of, you know, you, you can dress kind of whatever you well, want. You know, maybe he's going, maybe he's going to the Ren Fair. 
Oh, yes, there you go. <laughs> it just cracked me up. I was just like, okay. But, you know. So, um, oh, so, 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 yeah. so, you know, and, and a lot of people have been saying on Twitter, um, you know, if Rumpel's really dead and Robert Carlyle is, is gone from the show, that they're done. And I, I'm going to say this. Yeah. And I, it's going to be, and I don't think he's gone. I, I, I can't, first of all, and I said this in my column, it would be talking about suicide. It would be suicide for the show to drop Rumpel's story. Yeah, no. Well, they don't have to drop funny. Rumpel's story even if they're even dead in the, in the present day. But right. I don't so, think he will stay dead. I don't think they'll want to use the I think as much I as think Mr. Can. Gold is alive somewhere in some fashion. He's going to be around. But, but did it kill the Dark One? Well, well you know, that insane. dagger, that dagger went through a pan and he really mm-hmm. when he pushed it through to his own mm-hmm. heart. Um mm-hmm. that 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 kills. I mean, remember from the Miller's daughter. Um, you know, that's going that that dagger is going to, you know, if it goes through his heart bump, you know, if he dies, the dark one dies. Right. Yep. So, so maybe that's what I think back. goes on with it. I think the dark one's going to be dead, but Rumble will somehow survive. But or be okay. So here's the dilemma. Here's the dilemma. So the dark one is gone, and Rumple has his newfound, you know, bravery and confidence because he's the hero now. Right. Uh, dashing is he looked quite dashing. I thought. Yes. Very right. heroic. Mm-hmm. I was happy we got to see the leather the Russell outfit too. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that scene, by the way. I love that scene with Val um, when he was remembering Bay. I, I just thought that was that was a missing scene from um, not. It, it wasn't a missing scene from Skin Deep. It was a a a sequel scene to Skin Deep. It was it was, and that's what I was saying. We haven't seen that entire story. And last night, that little glimpse of that mm-hmm. story suggests to me that there's more of that story to see. We never saw the development of how they actually, how we can understand how Belle Stockholm syndrome, how she, you know, fell in love with Rumpel, but how did Rumpel fall in love with her? And we haven't seen, right. we haven't seen them fall in love with each other. We, it was, they weren't and they were. And we didn't see any development. So, um, and no, it is not in the script for Skin Deep. Um, so there's a whole big part of their life together we've never seen. So somebody has suggested that he's in some sort of netherworld. Maybe he becomes an apparition who appears only to Belle. Well, that's possible. I hope Ghost. they don't do that. Ghost. I don't know if I would like that. Um, I don't. I don't know. You know, the other thing that I'm thinking, and and I may be wrong. Um, I'm guessing now. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you guys. I emailed um, my contacts at ABC today mm-hmm. and asked them, and of course they told me nothing. <laughs> they told me nothing. <laughs> I have to say, it was um, worth a shot. It was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. <laughs> well, you know, I always like to touch base with them, so. Yeah. What I said was, I also wanted to know if um, we can do some interviews when we get closer to the season premiere, and that was, I got a very positive response from that. So, um, 
So anyway, I asked, I said, um, Twitter is ablaze about whether Robert Carlyle is still in the cast for the second half. You don't need to give me any spoilers, but I would appreciate anything I, you can give me to calm the nerves of some very upset Once Upon a Time fans that followed the show in my blog critics column. Thanks, guys. So um, I got an email actually really, really quickly, um, and I got two emails. So make of it what you will. The first one says they'll have to tune into the show when it returns on March 9th to find out. And almost immediately <laughs> after that, I got another email um, that said, because he changed the way he, he phrased it, or actually tune in to see how the story unfolds, which is a different answer. Yeah. A little, it's slightly different. It's like hmm, so. This is what I think. Okay. I'm guessing that Rumple's not going to be in the first couple of episodes. Yep. I'm guessing they need him, and then they'll have gone. to find him, or the, an opportune moment arises. Yeah, and I'm wondering if a um, Carlisle asked to have time a to either do his you know he's got a movie that he's working on the uh, long midnight of barney thompson based by the way on a series of scottish novels which have just been reprinted because of the movie actually um and uh, he's going to direct it and star in it and he probably has some prep time even if they're going to film the movie in the summer maybe he asked for a little bit of time who knows? Yeah, um, and, and I would guess that they would be inclined to grant that. Um, Rumpel is going to be like Gandalf. I like that. Actually, I thought of that, too. Um, it could very well be. And a lot a of people lizard. have said that he is a very much a Gandalf character. Yeah, he is, actually. You know, he goes from Rumpel the Dark One to Rumpel the Gray. Well, I, I Rumple the White? Nah, Rumple the Gray. Rumple the Gray. Actually, <laughs> so, the, so Gandalf's bad side is Rumple's good side. He's the, the darker version of Gandalf. Ha. Huh. Yeah, Sarah's saying he'll be missing for the beginning and maybe he'll become Rumple the White. Um, yeah. yeah, or Rumple the Gray. Don't you, you feel know. a little bit like the writers and producers lied to us <clears throat> the last couple months saying, hey, we're going to come back and it's going to be back in Storybook and Enchanted Forest, back and forth. I mean, I think that is going to be the structure, but they completely misled us Oh, yeah. what that was going to mean. Big deal, Mr. I feel a little lied to. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm not, Ooh, that, I'm not like mad they lied to us, but I feel like they lied to us when they yeah. were telling us what to expect for the spring. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Well, you know, but okay. So, but wait a second. So, The Wicked Witch... Who appeared in the yeah. previous? She's well, in Storybrooke. Is, is she not? Is she not in Storybrooke? Yeah, I don't. I, see, I, the way it seems to me is we're not going to have Storybrooke for a while. So maybe the Storybrooke <laughs> scenes will be the flashbacks. Okay, I have to. I have to respond to this in the in the uh, chat room. So how about Rumple the Gold? <laughs> Rumple the Gold. I love that. Okay, that's going to be my you favorite the hashtag. Award. Okay, hashtag time. Rumple the gold. Yeah. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Gandalf was never a bad guy. Well, that's true. Um, 
No, but I it was only he was the guy, and then yeah. I can re- imagine him saying, "You shall not pass." <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> I cannot do you shall not. Um. So, oh, Lydian thinks that the Wicked Witch of the West is the Black Fairy. Yeah, that's what my thought was because it's a black, the black wand, and the whole thing like that. I think she's the big bad of the entire series. That's what I think. I think she's been the big bad. She's been in the background this whole time. She's like in so little scenes, like snippets here and there, that sounds really, you know, it's not front and center all the time. And so there's all this other stuff going on that kind of keeps you. You know, you're supposed to be watching the left, but you've been paying attention to the right, you know? And uh, and I think it's going to be really interesting if, if she is the big bad for, and, and if they're able to actually take her down. But now let's just say if she's the big bad of, let's just say, this, if they're just going to do it for the Wicked Witch, for that for that uh, story arc, are they going, is it going to then, you know, continue the rest of the series at some point? I mean, like... Well, they need, I mean, now, you know, now with Rumpel and Regina having made this huge sacrifice, they are now the good, and and the fact that Blue gave the black wand with all the power in that black wand to Bay to give to Rumpel. Right. They Mm -hmm. all trust him. They trust him. Yeah, which is interesting, mm-hmm. too, because you wouldn't, I mean, like, think about it. I mean, Bay, uh, yeah, I mean, Bay is Rumpel's son, but he's only been in the mix a very short time. <clears throat> and I think, and, and as much as, like, Kamara and Greg, we couldn't stand him, I mean, he was duped by her, or supposedly duped. I mean, what if it turns out that's really not the case? What if he turns out to be? I don't know. I mean, I would hate that. But yeah, I mean, I, I I think he's not. You can't go back. I mean, he's he the, the sacrifice that he made was just breathtaking, and and you can't yeah. erase that. Wasn't it? How can yeah. you erase that? He was willing to sacrifice his life, as big a sacrifice yeah. as Regina made, which was huge to say goodbye to Henry. It was it was huge, huge, huge um, sacrifice that she made to send Henry off for yeah. his own good. Um, Rumpel took and his she, own life. So she basically, you know, I mean, she, her both her. It was sort of their redemption story. This this story arc, both of them, Rumpel and Regina. And but the other problem is, is that she's so good at being evil <laughs> that you know. I know. Like, that, like are they really going to like completely? Well, let's just say, so if none of them remember the last few years, then she's still going to be hell-bent on, you know, against Snow and Charming, well, I guess. And, it and sounded to me like the story the Enchanted Forest crew would remember, just and that <clears throat> Henry would not. Right. Yeah, I, you know, what do you think is going to happen with that? So, so they're all gone. They're all back in the Enchanted Forest. Is the Enchanted Forest mm-hmm. still a ruin, or is it... Well, it's, they're going to go back to the way it was, like as, as though she never enacted uh, the curse. I mean, that's that's basically what it is, because you know, she, when she enacted I mean, it, that's when everything kind of, you know, when when just that yeah, bubble. I don't in. think it's a complete reset. I, I it definitely I, got the impression that they would remember, and yeah, I don't know. It could still be ruins, but I I think they're going to be affected by the time of story, but they're not going to forget all that. 
Right. Oh, I think that's true. Well, the other thing, too, that was really, because we were talking, I think, about this, Barbara, was the fact that, you know, I mean, at the end when uh, when Hook shows up, I mean, you know, people like, you know, Hook, Tink, who else is there that, that isn't actually, that wasn't from Tori Brooks? Yeah, I mean, memories. well, Dr. Whale. Where did Dr. Whale, Dr. where's Dr. Whale, Whale going to go? Yeah, Dr. Whale. Oh, that's yeah. a good question. Yeah. And I thought that so Are I they going to explain Ruby's absence or just pretend like, they do for um, Amy yeah, Acker's character. Know. Eh, she's just there somewhere. We're just not going to talk about her anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure they're just not going to talk about her anymore because she's got her own thing. Which sucks. Which sucks. That's the one thing I have a problem with Once Upon a Time. Like, last night's episode was great, but there were, like, ten major plot holes in it. And they're not oh, so good with keeping up with the continuity uh, no. in the details. No. And in a show like this that's picked apart in minute detail, mm-hmm. it's really important to get continuity correct. Yeah, and they don't, and that's sad. It's so sad. It's what keeps it from rising to an A-level show. I, I consider it yeah. a solid B, but I don't, I don't consider it an A at all. Yeah. No, I, I – yeah, lots and lots of plot holes. Um, okay, so, so I, who else thought it was a little bit uh, deus ex machina – to for Rumpel to be able to summon his shadow like that. That was just kind of yeah. We knew he was like super convenient. I just thought it was too convenient. I've got my dagger. Yeah, it's like I was thinking. I mean, he sent the dagger away for when he needed it, and you you can see he considered other options. Like I thought he was going to cut off his arm there, and they really hard off that. But. It was just something he had to think of, but it was it was set up ahead of time. I didn't have any problem with that. Yeah, well, I, mean, I mean, he was certainly, the way he was looking at his hand. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. and the dad first thought. Contrived yeah. to let Robert out of his contract. I, I don't think he's out. I don't think he's out of his contract. I, I, I honestly don't. don't. Okay. I, this, I'm going to say this. I don't. I do not think the producers of the show are um, are I'm going to say stupid enough to let Carlisle out of get to to, to boot him off the show. I mean, it just it's just not it's just not going to happen. It is it's just not going to happen. Um, I kind of say I don't think they're brave enough to do it. I don't think they're willing to make that kind of like that kind of risk. It's a huge I think the show because... could survive without Rumpel or with Rumpel in a reoccurring status, but I don't, mm. this show doesn't feel like the type of show to me that would kill off one of its central characters. But you know what? He is a, he is a central character, and the problem is I think a lot of people who watch that show watch it for him. But if you've built a show that there's only one character you're watching it for, you haven't built the show right. right. Unless it's and, like House, right. where his name's in the title. In an ensemble right. like this, well, everybody, and I think, the I show think should be able to survive the, losing anybody, really. I think that's one of the problems with, with Once Upon a Time, is that mm-hmm. you have a lot of characters who are very two-dimensional. And... Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I have to say, and and, the, and I have very few complaints about last night's episode. I really, really liked it. I thought it was a really, really beautifully done episode. 
Oh, Lydia, no, he did not chop it off. His hands are fine. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> no, he's he's cool. Um, but every time that you have, we have the snow and charming scenes in there, I was like, I want to yeah. fast forward. I want to fast forward. I don't, I, I don't it's care. Like, I don't understand. But you're like them either. That's not the type of show this is. They had the opportunity. They could have left it in Neverland. It would have been a beautifully written story, but they didn't do it. Yeah. I don't understand why they, I, you know, that's the thing. Snow and Charming, I mean, they, they were the, you know, when the, when the series began, it was Snow and Charming at the forefront. And they've kind of relegated them sort of to the back burner, in my well, opinion. Because and and, and the there's a reason. They improved when they did that, though. Instantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they started out from a position of they're good and they're nice and there's no conflict. There's no conflict. There's no tension. Yeah, there's when they no... tried inserting tension, they pulled back. They didn't go there. They could have yeah, gone why there. Why don't they do that? Why don't they get, They need, I mean, as much as I love that Charming is there for Snow, support Snow, you know, he's always like, you know, hold on. I mean, we need more from, he needs to be more layered. They need to do that with him. It's just going to end up being boring. I mean, that's why we all love Rumpel so much. And Regina, they have right. layers. Now, they have the time to actually develop the characters where they yeah. have it with with with. with yeah. I mean, like, and I'll go back and I said it again. I said it before. I've said, you know, you know, she kills Cora. We have, like, one or two episodes where she's moping around and then she's fine. And I'm just like, they should have gone down that road to make Snow a little bit edgier. They need to yeah. make Farming edgier. I, mean, yeah. well, I don't think those characters are designed to do that, but I think the character that's really being wasted lately is Emma. I feel like she could yes. be one of those yeah. really – she's got the makeup yeah. to be a really structured, layered, interesting character, and they don't yeah. use yeah, her in does. that way. She does, and they, they're not they're – not, they want her to be good. They, they don't want they, – mm-hmm. she, she is the Amazon queen. You know, yeah. she is Wonder that's, Woman. That's not how she was introduced. That's not She's what her backstory is. Right. But that's where they've gone with her. Yeah, I mean, she, but and, she can become a superhero, with, but she needs that, you know, trial by fire to get there. She yeah, can't be totally. just there. Now, now, where they have begun to, to do that is mm-hmm. where they have begun to do that is with Hook. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, They've stu- they've really and I've really kind of come around to liking him a lot, and yeah, I, um, finally. I, <laughs> I didn't like him for a really long time. Um, uh, not Colin O'Donoghue, who is a lovely Colin O'Donoghue <laughs> is a lovely, lovely, lovely guy. He really is really and just nice and self-effacing, and just really, really sweet and just a guy. I mean, he's really. Um, really a, a fun person to talk to. I really, he's great. But Hook, I've never been a big fan of. But what I have really come around to, and, and I think a lot of it's the writing, and I think that Colin O'Donoghue is a very good actor. Um, mm-hmm. And so they're kind of playing that. But they, they're making Hook a pretty interesting character. Mm-hmm. He has that bad, you know, he has that bad. He has the bad, he has the conflict, and there's the internal struggle. You know, right. that's, that's what's lacking. I mean, Regina has an internal struggle. Rumpel has an internal struggle. Right. Hook has an internal struggle. Nobody else 
has an internal has struggle. I think they need to keep Tink around and do something similar with her. Her, yeah. I, you know what? She's another one that I like her. They're writing her as being very layered. I really like her. She's made an impression, like, immediately. I really feel like they need to keep her around. Yeah, I really – okay, so I'm going to get yelled at for this. But (laughs) I totally, I totally loved the chemistry in last night's episode between Hook and Tank. I knew you were going to say that. I love that. Remember that scene they had with Granny's episode before? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I totally. But I, I love that chemistry. I, I mm-hmm. totally believe that that is to me a great relationship. I love it. And I'm not sure I'm a big Swan Fire person. I mean, I think it's it would be great, but I think that um, Tink and Hook, beautiful chemistry. Um, it's a hot relationship. That is a hot sexy relationship and it is hot and sexy and effortlessly so you know yeah, I think take your time with it I, right now they're at ground zero with each other they yeah. should not rush it they should let it build over a season no, or they two. should I really 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 like it I think they have something there and I want them to play with it um, I think that um, Hook and Emma is okay. I I'm and there's a certain amount of chemistry there. It's not as effortless as the chemistry between Tink and Hook. Right. And I think that's because Tink and Hook have been down the same difficult, mm-hmm. flawed path in the same way. Yes, Emma's been through a lot, but it's not the same way. Fairies cannot fall in love though. Yeah. Yeah, but I think she definitely. She's not a traditional fairy. She's more. She's yeah, she she does what she wants. She's not a goody right. two shoes kind of fairy. Do you think if Amy Acker had been available, they would have used her character in place of Tinkerbell this season? Could or be. That would have been. Tinkerbell should have always been a different because they, they take such incredible. delight in combining stories. Yeah, and it makes me very sad that her character was introduced and then dispatched when she should have been the way she was in her news, she should have been more central. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. Dorothy? So, yeah. Dorothy in the story. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it needs to be somebody we've already seen. Somebody we what? Somebody we've I already think Dorothy seen? Should be somebody we've already seen. Ooh. So who? I don't know. There's so many possibilities that could go with that. What if it was Belle? That would be interesting. Oh, 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 okay. Now, wait a second. Uh, Hang on a second. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. So in the scene, the flashback scene with Belle, Mm -hmm. her outfit, and obviously that's that's Belle's outfit, but think back, my pretties. (laughs) <laughs> Think back, my little pretties. Um, or my dearies, not my pretties, because we're talking about Oz. What is Dorothy Gale's costume? Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. The gingham? I just, I, yeah, the, blue, the, blue the blue apron the blue thing with the gingham. Yeah. yeah that's 
Yeah. Oh my God, I never even thought. I wasn't even thinking about them. I really wasn't. No, but I just I just flashed on that. And how much? I was just like, oh, Belle's so underused. Let's give her something. Well, that would be really interesting. That would be very interesting. Because you know, country girl. Okay, even though Belle is Mm -hmm. the princess. But she's still kind of a French country girl. She and... was started as a country girl. She didn't become mm-hmm. a princess until. I mean, she started. She wasn't from, you know, rich parentage. Right. Right. Um. But yeah. So it's sort of that. You know. Um. That country, same country look. Puffy sleeves and the blue and white yeah. things. There's definitely a parallel there. But Dorothy's from Canada and not from France. Well, Belle is from France. It's a French fairy tale. Maybe she vacationed in maybe she vacationed in Kansas to visit her uncle Henry and him one summer. Or she could say, "I don't." But she could say, "I don't think we're in Kansas anymore." <laughs> uh, I don't think bad. we're in Storybrook anymore. Don't think we're in Storybrook <laughs> anymore. I, I mean, I'm just sort of thinking outside the box yeah. because of what Jimmy said about it should be somebody that we've already seen. I, you know, you know, the way Belle wears her hair sort of like wavy and long. I mean, I keep, I'm flashing on, there's a, there's a parallel there, a visual. I just pulled that out of my butt two minutes ago. That I was not brilliant. That, that, could, all. that could turn out to be brilliant. <laughs> I think it's we won't know until March, but. Yeah. Don't you think they're kind of rushing the Oz thing into production, though, just because everybody else is going to do Oz remakes in the next year or so? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, they keep bringing in all this other, you know, I mean, it's not even a fairy yeah, tale. But, but when they talked about Oz before, it seemed like that was in the down-the-road mm-hmm. plan. And then suddenly everybody has an Oz project, and it makes it on screen this season. Yeah, that's true. I can't wait till they do a Golem story. Oh, Everyone no. else is doing golden stories. Why not them? Everyone's doing, and and oh my god, yeah. That, in the it, well, I'll just say, I mean, the Sleepy Hollow. With the popularity yeah. of oh horror god. on television right now, we need some more Doctor Whale stuff. Oh yeah, we could do some Doctor Whale. Yeah, Doctor Whale. Well, they have to go to the black and white land. They haven't been there yet. I so think Doctor Whale would make a great wizard of wizard. Oh, I think that's a good idea. Oz. Oh my God, that's he hilarious! He could totally pull off that parallel with his other story. Definitely. Oh, I, so. I definitely oh think God. so. Well, what did you guys think of Robbie K, man? That kid. Wow! 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 Okay, that scene between Rumple and Pan. Mhm. Just mm-hmm. wow! Incredible. I what mean, an incredible I was scene! Like, I was like, oh, my God. Doesn't it make you really sad Robbie K is done with his arc? They got yes, to do, do more Bay flashbacks so that they can bring him back. Well, I was just hoping that they were going to be able to somehow, you know, make him stay. <laughs> I don't know. Because I don't know. But, no, but we could bring back some Dylan Schmidt, do some Bay flashback. It'll work out. Oh, Lydian yeah. is like, that speech she gave to Rumpel. Oh, um, my God. That you know, I I have to say, and and it was it was really a gutsy. First of all, a gutsy performance for Robbie Kay, mm-hmm. and a really brave performance for Carlisle to you know have this kid 
I mean, they're and from a completely acting point of view. I mean, what a it's a it was great performance from both part both of them because because Carlisle's mind has to focus on this boy, but as right. his father. Mm-hmm. And you know, you could see the fear and the and the the the, the tort you know the bullying um, that his father was doing. I can't believe how how heartless the father was. You know, Rule. I you took all my money and my life and. You know, I was just like, holy crap. I mean, you totally felt bad for Rumpel and you understood where he was coming from. You this know, was a, so who was worse, father or child. Regina's mother? Hmm? Right? We don't know. I don't know, man. So who, who was worse, Rumpel's father or Regina's mother? Ooh, I, you know, I'd like I to actually think, 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 I don't know, man. I think I Well, oh, okay. I have an opinion. I have an, I have an opinion on that. Okay. Okay. I think Rumpel's father. I think Cora, yeah. Cora started from a place of being bullied herself, and Rumpel's right. father is just a bastard. <laughs> a bastard, right? A real bastard. Just a, I mean, you, you know. can't. You can't. He was going to kill his grandson without batting an eyelash. So yeah, yeah he was going to kill his grandson without batting an eyelash. Yeah, and. Uh, Cora, her actions were after her. She took out her heart, right. which was so yeah. that she wouldn't fall in love. And so how do we know Rumpel's father's heart was not removed prior to what we've seen? Well, we um, don't know. We don't. We don't. However, we know, well, no, that's right. We don't know. What if he didn't have a heart and then he had Henry's heart and then that was ripped out? So it's a possibility and even at that, I'm I, just playing devil's advocate. I think he's way worse than Cora was, but yeah. oh, I, I, I don't. I think he is. He is stacks up there as one of the worst, um, most cruel, nasty. Yeah. He, he absolutely wins the worst father of television award for the year. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it was insanity. That, I was just, just like. I, I just felt terrible. I felt terrible for and, for Rumpel. You know. And just beautifully, I mean, Carlisle standing there, and it's like he's looking like he's just literally getting slapped, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. every word is like a spike. It's and, like, you know, just, just digging the knife further into his back, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's just so... Which makes his actions all the more heroic, Rumpel's actions. Yeah. Who else could turn on their father like that, even no matter what he's done? You still crave that approval and that love. Right. And, and, oh, and when he stabs them, you know, when he stabs them in the back and they're like clutched, you know, so close together, Rumpel kisses kisses his cheek. I know. I thought that too. That was wonderful. Beautiful. I'll bet you anything that was, I will bet you anything that was improvised. You think so? Yeah, I'm I did. So I thought that was. I bet that was a Carlisle. Um, it, was, it was brilliant. That choice made the scene. Made it totally. Oh, totally. Yeah. And you know what's crazy too? It's like when um, you know, at the very end, you know, come on, son, you know, we'll have our happy ending. I mean, did he really think that Rumpel would even buy any of that crap that he was trying and to I'll do bet part out of, of him? I, mean, I will bet. I will bet part of Rumpel. 
was thinking, I should do this because yeah, he is maybe. so, he is, he has so much love in him and, uh, just, wow. I mean, I just thought that all of those scenes were just beautifully done. Um, so wait, we got to talk about, um, the rest of the show. <laughs> it's like, well, we've been, we've been, we've been, we've talked, we've talked yeah, we about did. Hook and we talked about Emma. Um, and, uh, ha, Rumpelside. Ha, 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 ha. I don't think it counts if Rumpel stabs himself, commits Rumpelside. <laughs> I like that. Rumpelside. I totally love that. We'll have to, like, we'll have to trend that on when, when he comes back. He's, but what was the other one? It was Rumpelside, and what was the other one that we that has to Rumpel, be a hashtag? It was hashtag Rumpel is our hero, Oh, Rumpel right? the gold. Rumpel the gold. Rumpel the gold. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. Oh, Jimmy's signing off. Good night, Jimmy. Oh, bye, Jimmy. <laughs> Have a good one. See you next week. Okay. okay so, oh, here. speaking of next week, show, got a special show next week. Um, Got a really special show next week. And uh, Jimmy and uh, Chrissy, of course, you can come on. Okay. We are going to veer away from Once Upon a Time, but but please come back anyway. Um. I'm going to be joined by the curator of the Museum of Broadcast Communications, and we are going to talk about the history of sci-fi TV. Yeah, so we're that's going to go going back to all the way back to you know the Outer Limits and Twilight Zone and um, uh, Star Trek and Lost in Space, and I mean all the way back to the '60s and um, and going all the way all the Irwin Allen stuff and and. Uh, so we'll be talking about the history of sci-fi TV. I'm really excited about that. Um, and, you know, we'll do um, the fantasy, you know, fantasy as well. So we'll get a little once upon a timey, I suppose, in there. Um, I think so. We can, we can sneak that in. I think um, it applies. So. Um, cool. Uh, oh, so Lydian says, before anyone mentions that the kiss didn't work on Emma, don't forget that Charming and Rumpel tried the same thing when their loves lost their memories. Sorry, I am preemptively defensive. Um, wait, to go. Oh, wait, what? Wait, the I'm confused. The end, well, well, no, she's you. saying that, 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 you know. Oh, the kiss. Oh, oh, he was going to, yeah, if he kisses Emma, that she would get her memory back, but that just wasn't the case. Oh, yeah. I, she didn't, though. It was certainly yeah. worth a shot, and I'm wondering if that's why he did it, knowing that Emma wasn't going to remember, that that kiss was meant to trigger her memory. Um, maybe. Maybe charming to, to try it. Uh, it was certainly worth a shot. I agree, Sarah. It was absolutely worth a shot. Um, I, I like I like the love triangle between Hook, Neil, and Emma. I do. I actually um, do. But and, and actually, it's a quadrangle if you add Tinkin to the mix. Well, yeah. I think that's what they're going for here with this whole new... And, I mean, and of course, you know, Tink and, and Neil know each other. Right. Right, because yeah, they're from so Neverland. Hook, They've got a history. Hook, Hook, Neil, and Tink are all from Neverland. Yeah. Um, a love trapezoid. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's actually. Boy, she's coming up with the best 
Thank you. I know. Sarah. Good for you. <laughs> She's on a roll tonight. She is. She totally, <laughs> totally is. Um, so let's see. Oh, we got twenty. I can't believe we're down to our last twenty minutes. Tinkfire. Tinkfire. Now there's a new idea. Tinkfire. You know, if we can't have um um oh, what do we do? Uh uh, I can't, how do we, how do we, well, never mind. Okay, I'm going to bring in, hang on one second, Sarah. Hello, how are you? Hey, I'm Sarah. good. <laughs> my, how my are fellow, you? My fellow Chicago person, are you getting snowed on? Um, I, I guess I, I haven't checked outside in a while, but yeah, it's been snowing all day. Yeah. I probably have to <laughs> Yeah. You guys are going to have a white Christmas. We're not going to have yeah. a We're hoping for one here in Seattle. They say it might snow on Friday. We'll see. Tinkerhook. Tinkerhook. I like that. Tinkerhook. Tinkerhook. Yeah. So, so, so Becky says, I want to know how they are try, tying the Wicked Witch into the plot. That really threw me for a curveball. I thought we were going to see uh, Mother Gothel since we will have Gothel. Rapunzel. Gothel. Gothel, Gothel, whatever, since we will have Rapunzel. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, that's actually a really good question. What do you think, guys? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't How know. do you think the Wicked um, Witch is going to tie into this? They've got to be able to – let me think here for a minute because, well, it's got to – it has to be – it's got to be Blue Fairy, first of all. I really believe it is. I mean, the whole – Oh, you think she's the Wicked Witch? I think she's the Wicked Witch. I do. I think that I think that, that the Blue Fairy is going to be the Wicked Witch in this thing. The whole, you know, the Dark Wand thing was, was a very, very big, I think, um, I don't know, precursor to what is going to be in the next arc. Because if you remember, when we talked to David Goodman, he said that there were going to be a few things that were going to happen that were going to set yeah. up things for the next yeah. arc. And I, I really okay. think that's how it's going to work. Well, I, I kind of thinking, okay, but Lydian is saying, um, I think she's the banished black fairy. I think that's an interesting idea. Yeah, that is interesting. That could work. Be. Yeah, that could work really well, is that she's Which the banished make, black fairy. Well, maybe the real blue fairy is being uh, held captive somewhere. And maybe, uh-huh. you know, Pan knew about that. I mean, the fact that Pan's shadow immediately went after her is a huge red flag for, you know, what is to come. I mean, I, I, I think there was a reason for that. There was a, uh, And I think that it would make sense that, yeah, she would be the Black Fairy. Maybe she took she took Blue's, uh, you know, place in the whole thing. And that she's the one that has been setting everything in motion. I mean, you know, yeah. like we've said before. So I think it, it's a possibility. I like that theory. I do. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I mean, um, yeah. Oh, let's see. Um, are they going to re- write in all the Oz characters, the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, the Lion, and the Wizard? Or is Rumpel going to be the Wizard of Oz? Maybe mm. a wizard duel. Yeah, but the Wizard of Oz wasn't really much of a wizard. He was no. kind of fraud. Oh, he was a character. He was, he was more he was like a... He was a yeah. fraud. I think... He I was Malcolm, basically. Oh, I, yeah, I was going to say that's more Malcolm. I think that could That's be more of like a Malcolm kind of thing. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Smarter. Oh, okay, okay. I like so Malcolm. That. I like Malcolm as the as the Wizard of Oz. I do. Totally. That's a great idea. 
I do. We could just write it and, you know, we'll just send them the script and they can just do it. <laughs> Wizard fight, Harry Potter style or Saruman versus Gandalf? Oh, I love huh. the Saruman versus Gandalf version. Boy, that was that was awesome. I just, yeah. oh, my God. Uh, that Speaking was, well, of that which, was, of course, epic. If you haven't seen The Hobbit, go see it because it's incredible. Oh, my God. I am going to see it. I, I will see oh it this, my God. Uh, this week. Oh, this weekend. Oh, you know what? I'm actually going to be visiting my son in Athens, Georgia this weekend. So maybe oh, I'll cool. take him to see The Hobbit. Yeah, you need to see it because, oh, my God, it's so good. The whole thing. The way they left it, of course, was a huge cliffhanger. Everybody at the end of the theater, in the theater, was like, "What?" <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the credits come down, and we're like, "Oh my god, we got to wait a whole year for the next for the final thing." But anyway. So um, Lydian <laughs> says the wizard was good with machines and illusions, but not a bad man. Yeah, he wasn't really he a bad man. He was kind of a but, fraud. Though. Yeah, he was a fraud. Sideshow Bob. Yeah, definitely sideshow Bob. Yeah, totally. But see, but the way they portray Malcolm at the beginning of his arc is playing right. basically three card Monty. I mean, he's a right. con man. That's right. And that's why he I was actually... thinking Oz. I think that would be kind of an interesting. Well, I kind of like. I mean, he's really evil. I mean, I really like the of... actor. Well, think about it. What if Rumble and his and Malcolm? What if they? What if they are in in uh, Oz? They got catapulted there. They didn't die. Oh, and maybe that's what. Oh, there. that's what and I'm maybe thinking. Maybe that's how that's how the Wicked Queen gets to be in Storybrooke, and maybe yes. because they get catapulted to a different realm, Storybrooke isn't actually destroyed. Right. That's something what I'm that happened there. between Rumple and his dad. Right. Happened because we know Storybrooke is intact. We know it because they're they're filming there. Right, and the previews are, you know, I mean, we saw them. They're, they're filming right. there, and we've seen the Wicked Witch there. So, yeah. um, That's I, what I'm thinking now. I'm wondering if something happened when Rumpel, I mean, that, that light, and they disappeared. What if, too, I mean, you know, Rumpel always is three steps ahead of everybody. And even yeah. as desperate as he was, and I mean, he 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 foresaw that he had he had to put the dagger in a safe place, you know, separate himself from his shadow, blah blah blah. I mean, you know, maybe even even at the end there, where he's like, he had the courage to do all this. I mean, you know, he was gone for several minutes. I mean, you know, there's who knows? We know he didn't have yeah. quote magic, but there's always something. And even in within the dagger itself, I mean, he was able to still summon it. Supposedly he doesn't have any magic that he can use, but he was able to summon his, his shadow with the dagger. I mean, uh, you know, what if? Maybe so Lydian, yeah, yeah. So Lydian is asking, so what was Henry Rumpel's undoing, or is that yet to come? Was he Rumpel's undoing in that Rumpel helped save him? Well, I think the dark one's been undone. Yeah, I think the dark one is done. I think also once that bracelet hit him, I think yeah. that I also feel I and I always felt like you know I mean yes although they didn't address it I mean we've seen we saw that he was using magic I mean this whole they need to revisit that Pandora's box situation because yeah that just sort of disappeared yeah and I mean like it's supposed to hold all this evil in it it was it was opened. 
Bloodbowl is out and intact, really? Like, I just wonder and, to what and, extent yeah. did he have and his the, magic. And the other thing is, too, is I, we still don't have an answer to the question. Why is it that Rumpel was so certain that in order to kill Pan, he had to sacrifice himself? Well, not only that, I mean, he would have seen, you know, that's the other thing. What did he, he, he saw future. I mean, he had the ability. What did he know? To, what did he know? What did yeah. he know? You know, he had to have known something, you know, uh, in some capacity that of how this was going to end up going down. And I still say he has some kind of a fail safe. I, I, I don't think he's dead. I don't think, I, I, there's no way that he would. I mean, I think that ultimately, yes, if he, if he does, if he was going to die, he was resigned to it in his mind. If this doesn't work, then yes, you know, I've done, I've stayed, you know, I got Bay back, you know, I, you know, love Belle, you know, and, and whatever. And, and whether, whatever failed things yeah. had worked or didn't work, maybe that's what, you so, know what I mean? I, so, so I think, and I've actually said this, I think, in my column, um, or at one time or another, I think the boy Caitlin C is or Kate, Kate, Caitlin C. I think the boy in the prophecy was Peter Pan as Henry, yeah. and that was his undoing. Yeah, or Peter Pan. The boy will be your undoing. Peter it Pan. It was Peter Pan. Was the, the boy? I think it, the boy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was Henry. Although I mean, it was really interesting. We were all what? I mean. Uh, the whole thing, the last season, we thought he was going to kill Henry. Jeez, man, that was awful. Yeah, and he's come a long, long way. Very long way. Very, Very long way. So I'm really, so let's let's talk about for a minute. So this hiatus um, is coming. Yes. It's a long time. It's a long time. People have been saying, oh, well, why don't we do a rewatch? Why don't we do a this? Why don't we do a that? So I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I want to do with my hiatus or the hiatus. Rumpel ain't dead. Yes, he's not. I don't think he's dead. I totally don't think he's dead. I do not think, and I've said this four times already, I think, this uh, show, he's not dead. They're, yeah. they're not going to get rid of him. They're not going to get rid no. of what is an incredibly important important and extremely popular character. Mm-hmm. Um. Although it's interesting. I, I went on IMDb today. Um, I have the pro IMDb, which gives you yeah. the star meter ratings for all the, the uh, actors in the show. Which I absolutely love. I love <laughs> that. And if you go through and you look at Once Upon a Time, you will find... Okay, so here are all the star meter ratings. Um... So Jennifer Morrison is 281, and Jennifer Goodwin is 241. So they're both very popular. Of course, Jennifer Goodwin was just in that JFK thing. Yeah, um, she's great in that, actually. I love Josh I like Dallas. Her. Let's see. Lana is 638. Josh Dallas is 598. Robert is 703. They're never going to get rid of him. Are you kidding me? That would be like... Uh, Emily is 531. Colin is 364. So, wow, I thought Colin would be a lot higher, actually. No, no, no. He's, he's pretty up there. And Emily is 531. And Megan Ori, of course, she's got her new show, um, 634. So they're all pretty popular. 
The show itself is its current rank. The show is a 36. Is 36 ranked? So that's actually pretty good. Does anyone know what the ratings were from last night? I haven't checked yet. Um, they were like uh, I know they had a. Uh, they were down from last week, though, like live-wise, but they had a huge, huge jump from the DVR. I remember that. I just can't remember the exact Okay, word. so here's the, the ratings for Sunday. Once Upon a Time Falls. So yeah, it, it did on ABC. From last. Um, ooh, let's see. A- a- America's Funniest Home Video. Uh, Once Upon a Time earned a 1.9 down two tenths from last week's 2.1, tying for its series low. That's actually not really good thing for a mid-season finale. Mm-hmm. That is not very good. Now, um, understanding that we had um, the football game, Sunday Night Football, um, mm-hmm. but the Simpsons actually beat... Once Upon a Time, and Survivor beat both The Simpsons and Once Upon a Time. Now, there will be DVR numbers that will bring that up. Absolutely. But that's pretty, that's that's not good that the show hit a low. Um, that is not a, a good idea. That is not a good thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, it is kind of the um, winter break sort of, you know, time. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, we will we will find out. Um, I hope it's not. Uh, I hope it's not going to, uh, you know, going to be canceled. I hope not. I don't think it is. TV by the numbers doesn't think it will. Uh, oh, Lydian is saying, um, yes, hiatus time. Yes, between now and March, this is like perfect time in a way to have a hiatus. I will be talking. Oh, that's a great idea for this show, by the way. We'll be spending more time with Downton Abbey. How about that? Should we do that? Spend some time with Downton Abbey? Um, Downton Abbey. Um, oh, hold on. I got to bring Chrissy back. Huh. Chrissy, Chrissy, you're back. Hi, oh, sorry, my call dropped. I'm like, oh my god, I can't get back in, and then I finally got back in. Um, so, so during the hiatus, we're talking hiatus. Okay. Okay. So, oh, Becky says it's a good thing Rumple didn't kill Henry. Um, uh, oh, didn't kill Henry because did? he was going to. But is Rumple going to revert to his naughty self? I am going to try to write some fiction. Fan fiction. Good luck, Great. Becky, with your fan fiction. Yeah, good luck. Um, okay, so holiday yeah, activities. The ratings, the Once Upon a Time came in last 1.9. Yeah, that's not so good. Um, that's I, not I can't, good. I'm looking forward to seeing the plus threes and the plus sevens. So let's, well, yeah, you know, too. because there was a big football game last night. and But, yeah, so Survivor. I, think, um, I think we'll talk about, you know, during the hiatus, we will be doing the run-up to Downton Abbey. We will okay. be doing um, more on uh, on well, Almost the following Human. Begins. The, following the following begins. begins. Yeah, I don't I don't follow that. 
uh, oh my I might God, start. It's so good. Um, right. And of course, we have another couple of episodes for Sleepy Hollow still um, at the end of January. Um, yeah, the finale is running. They're running the last two episodes back. It'll be back. A double. Two hours on January 20th, yeah. back yeah. on January, what is it, the yeah. now, 13th. Now, I, I, I will have probably a couple of weeks, if not one week, possibly two weeks, where I am going to go on hiatus myself because I will well, be away. You can't go on hiatus. What do you think? I, I have to. <laughs> I have to. Um, I, I will be, I I will, I will be away. Time. I'll be away for a couple of weeks. And... Uh, I don't know what the timing is going to be exactly, but I will let everybody know on Twitter. Um, and that probably will be mid-January. Okay. Uh, in January, I'm also going to have on Dean Hagland. Yay. And maybe early February. So Becky's saying, oh, her boyfriend is Ser Jorah. So, well, you know, Ser Jorah, who's Ian Glenn, lovely man, another Scottish actor. Um and I, I adore him. I've been, oh, by the way, I have been rewatching Game of Thrones, speaking of Ser Dora, uh, well, who's also in season two of Downton Abbey. Um, uh, <clears throat> Ian Glenn. And um, Lydia says, who? Um, and um, so I've been rewatching Game of Thrones, which is coming back in March. Um, and I've been watching because, uh, you know, it's like it's, it's got such a big cast and so many different storylines. Um, oh, who yeah. is Sir Jorah? He is Daenerys's uh, guardian angel. He's the he's the guy who travels with uh, Daenerys and her dragons. Very noble looking. And in uh, Downton Abbey, in Downton Abbey, Ian Glenn, who plays Sir Jorah, um, plays uh, Mary Suter in uh, season two, and I can't remember his name. Oh, his name is Carlyle. <laughs> I love it. Sir, Sir Richard Carlyle. Sir Richard Carlyle. Um, so, um, but I've been watching Game of Thrones because uh, I wanted to kind of see the whole thing. And also because, um, as I've now discovered, uh, Mackenzie Crook, who I really enjoy, uh, I know I did not ever watch the BBC office. Um Oh, Becky, yeah, Joffrey's going to get it to see. I hope he does. Oh, I can't stand Joffrey. Um, <laughs> he is a meanie, yes. Um, oh, yeah, Lydian is like that guy. He was a meanie. You're talking about Sir Richard Carlyle in Down the Abbey, who's the same guy who's in Game of Thrones, playing a good guy. Um, and his name is Ian Glenn, and he is from Edinburgh. Um, where was I? I'm, like, so confused. Oh, so oh, I've been... Just- I, so, so I've been watching it because Mackenzie Crook, who's on Almost Human, plays Orel in um, Game of Thrones. And that, talk about a meanie. He was kind of a meanie as well. Um, so anyway, uh, Becky likes Ian Glenn. Yes, he is. He is, he is quite dashing. Um, I would love to get an interview with him at some point. But it's like the time thing because they're in Iceland um, or in bad. Ireland. And the time is just impossible. I, I tried to do that last year, and we tried and we tried and we tried, and everyone tried to make it work to interview Ian, actually, um, and we just never could make it work. So maybe this year we will find out. Um, anyway, 
minutes we are drawing to a close. I hope uh, we cover. Do we cover everything in Once Upon a Time? I think so. I'm trying to think of anything else that was significant that we, you know, I mean, I, I, um, I thought it was, I did think it was interesting that the grandma was like tracking Henry. I didn't know Grandma could to track Henry. Oh yeah. Well, she has her wolf. She still has like connections with yeah. the wolf. Right, right, so right. That was right. Why? It was kind of weird to me. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I didn't catch that for some reason earlier or something. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So I thought that was kind of crazy. And then what was the? There was one other thing I was going to bring up, and I can't think of what it is now. I can't remember. The, anyway. The the whole town line part, and then yeah, them yeah. getting new memories. Yeah, I'm thinking I mean, that at one point they will have dual identities, both Henry and Emma. Now since they have new memories from yeah, they yeah. have to. They yeah. they, they should have, have to have dual memories, just like dual identities. How just like how everyone else in the town had, well except yeah. for Peter. But and I have yeah, to say I that. Right. What's, I can't think of the actor's name that plays Henry. He did really good in trying to. Jared Gilmore. He can. Thank you. I always forget his name. I don't know why. Jared, he did a great job, though, um, in person, you know, as Pan. I thought he totally, you know, he wasn't Henry at all. You could just see that. He did He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Becky's asking favorite surprise of the season. Wow. Favorite surprise oh, or biggest good. surprise was Rumpel's death. Death, yeah, that, me that too. Number one, Rumpel's death. Um, air quote, death. Air quote, death. We don't know yeah, that. Air quotes, air quotes. Rumpel's, quote. Rumpel's uh, death. It doesn't surprise me that he sacrificed himself, but it totally surprised me that they uh, apparently uh, killed him. So that was, um, and I'm really glad, by the way, that they bumped it ahead a year. Yeah. Yes. yes. It was so really now we're going to be ahead. Yeah, I like um, that because I was worried. I'm like thinking, oh my god, what are we going to have to endure? It's and we are actually out of we, we are we are out of time. Oh my god, the feed is stopped. I know, and it stopped. So everybody oh, who crap. is in the chat room, um, the end of the chat is on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to say goodbye because okay. we are done. All right. Well, bye, guys. Have a good day. Bye, guys. Well, I'll talk to you later. I'll call you, Barbara. Bye, Sarah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Good Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye.